What's your favorite scary movie? time the podcast where two lgbt's talk the horror movie of the week real life prime or events and if the movie is worthy of being an honorary gay film and yes the titles are puns i'm l i'm kate it's Christmas. <laughs> merry crisis <laughs> merry crisis <laughs> anyways hello yes hello everyone welcome to our holiday episode of stop horror time Woo. uh We've done some more. Some we've we've knocked out some classics in the past and some lesser knowns like P two, the love of my life. And but we wanted to pick something good for for this month for holiday horror. There's a lot out there. Oh yeah. Um, but I picked I picked one that I or I pitched one. I don't control everything. I pitched one to <laughs> L that I. That I, you know, I saw a couple years ago when it came out, and it was kind of, it kind of made its rotations among the horror community of, like, one of those things, like, oh, go in, go in blind, because I certainly did. Um, I want to talk about that, I want to talk about how it, if it is past that, works past that gimmick, I want to, but I also want your fresh take on it. So we're doing Better Watch Out, 2016. Yeah! Um, it's on Shudder. Uh... So, so like I said, I think the enjoyment of this movie kind of, it's a, it's a home invasion babysitter Christmas movie is what you should know going in, I think, for, for the fun of it all. Um, and that's it. Um, so is that, how much did you know going in? Oh, let's start with that. I did not know anything going in. Okay. So. <laughs> what are, what are your first thoughts on everything? What'd you, what'd you think of it? It was a it was a good time. I I enjoyed watching this as opposed to Thanks Killing. Um, actually, <laughs> actually Sorry about that. <laughs> no, but uh, I think the actors did a good job because they definitely maybe want to kill the child and like save the girl. Um, so like I just uh, if you're uh, don't want to get spoiled for this because we're going to talk about spoilers. You should mm-hmm. stop now, watch the movie, and then come back to this episode because we're going to be spoilers ahead. But oh, I've never wanted to kill a child more in my entire life <laughs> watching this film. Just like oh, I'm like you are a chi- you are a child. You are twelve. Why are you trying to get puss? What are you doing? God, like, why are you talking about the pussy of the Adventure Time characters? God. My favorite review of this was someone someone on Letterboxd was like jokes on him, Princess Bubblegum's gay. I'm like exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so this the the child we're talking about that we want to kill is this. So it's this babysitter Ashley and this like twelve year old boy Luke. Who at first you think he's talking about his big plan for the night, and at first you think it's just like creepy little kid with crush on his babysitter's gonna make a move but the plan is to stage a home invasion (laughs) so that he i I mean how elaborate his plan is i guess he was was he always just gonna kill her like too is the i don't think so because i don't think he meant for the plan to go awry like it did but then when it started unraveling he's like well i mean didn't he because he invited the boyfriends over and everything like i don't know how crazy this kid is he did only invite Ricky over after 
he had tied up Ashley, so maybe he was hoping that, like, with the saving of home invasion, like, oh, this time she will actually sleep with me, mm. a 12-year-old with a 17-year-old, like, this kid's Child. insane. Um, but I, I don't know, I think once he decided, yeah, I'm gonna tie her up, then I'm gonna invite the boyfriends over to just, like, show her, you know, I'm gonna get rid of these guys for you, and then go from there, so, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, God. Well, yeah, that's the, that, that, that's the kind of, this whole twist thing that I was talking about at the beginning of going in and, like, you think it's a regular home invasion thing and then you figure out that this kid is behind it all was kind of, like, the, what the movie had going for it, I think, or, like, the spark of it all and why everyone was talking about it. Um, and I was curious to see how, like, a rewatch would work with it because I hadn't seen it since and, like... I don't know. It was still fun, but... And I was trying to watch, like, look for signs and everything going in. Um, but how, like, how impressed were you by all of this, I guess, is my question. Like, I, I think it's funny that he thinks he's gonna get away with it, but anyways... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, like, it's a lot to, like, set up and go through. Especially because I was not that smart as a 12-year-old, uh, honestly. <laughs> then again, I wasn't kind of thinking of that stuff, so... Like, no. uh, this kid's like a fucking crazy-ass child, like... And the and the gear chick. that he has access to, the things that he... The resources he has access to, because he's a rich little shit, and, like, he and his friends have dads with hunting gear and all this stuff, and, like... Yeah. And there's, there's obviously the whole tie-in to Home Alone and everything, like, a references to that, of, like... Um, because there's the whole discussion of, like, Kevin McAllister being a fucking psychopath with his booby yeah. traps and everything, and, the, and in this, he usually, he literally uses, uh, one of the gags from Home Alone to kill someone, which yeah. is Yeah! <laughs> which, I wish, I, I don't know if it was a budget thing, because this is rated R, so it's not, like, a gore problem, but you don't actually get to see it! <laughs> I want to see the pan yeah. pan smash the head! <laughs> God. But I I just remember that scene being insane, though, when I first watched it. I'm like, oh, he's, he's like, using home aloneing as a verb. Like, oh, he's gonna home alone him. And... <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of liked that they didn't show it, because, like, I was just imagining just, like, what the fuck did it do to his head? Like, true. I don't know, imagining it just sounds so much worse. Like, I think it, I have no idea what the fuck it yeah. did to his head. But I would also argue that in the Home Alone movie, the guys were not tied up to a chair and they could, like, move backwards with the motion of the paint can. So that's why I was like, you're not home aloneing his ass. You're killing him. Oh, so him. you wanna... So, so you... Wait, so you agree... You 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 don't think Marv and Harry would have been killed or at least concussed from those paint cans they, in Home Alone? They would have been concussed. I don't think... Well, if you're, like, hitting an object that's, like, standing still and restrained, there's gonna be a whole different motion... With the paint can, if you can only move so far back, but if your whole body can move, then, like, you might get concussed or a broken nose, but I don't think it, your head would be splattered in like that. <laughs> Though, I would say that whatever happened in Home Alone 2 with that weird, like, heavy crossbar thing, that definitely would have broken some head bones there. Um, but any, anyways... Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's like a whole can of worms to open of the... the... The physics of Home Alone traps. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I just, it is a fun little, like, reference. 
It is, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, his kid's just so fucking evil. Like, he just was, he was laughing about it after this guy's head gets exploded by a paint can. He's, like, laughing about <laughs> it, coming down the stairs, and I'm like, I, if only that gun was loaded, oh, you should have shot the little shit. Or thrown the gun at him, honestly. Okay, I don't know. Oh, my God. Evil little yeah, psychopath. Yeah, the, 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 the actor who plays this little kid does very well at his job. Oh, my God. This... <sighs> God. So now, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so what did you think about? Were you were you satisfied with the ending? Then I feel like we both wanted this kid to die, and then they also there's like, um, I mean, there's a point before you see you, you know that Ashley's alive still in the ambulance where you think he got away with it, and like, how were yeah. you thinking about that yeah. situation? I was like, oh. I want this child to die very badly. Like, I almost wish there was, like, a sequel where he's just trying to get her in the hospital. And, like, he's, like, almost... That would doing... be a clear sequel, yeah. <laughs> that would be a cool... And then she does kill him, Your Honor. And she, she's acquitted because she has all this evidence and, like, her story and everything that would... And also, I was thinking about it, too. Like, I was just really thinking about this movie. I'm like, how could he possibly get away with it when... Uh, autopsy reveal these times of deaths are completely different yeah and not to mention when he hung jeremy it's like when if you're trying to make it look like a suicide you'd want the body to drop and like break the neck bones because that less indicates a suicide but he was just asphyxiated so that means somebody pulled him up so he could not have like hung himself <laughs> like that so i was just like i want this little shit to go to jail forever so that's why I was just thinking about this so intently for no reason. I'm like, it's not real. But man, I'm just going to punch little holes through his plan just to be like, oh, yeah, you definitely go to jail. Um, but, oh, poor Garrett. Like, he didn't deserve that. Honestly, like, I I would, I feel bad for him. Like, he did go along with it, but I think he was also afraid of Luke. And, like, he might have been oh, yeah. the only friend he had. Um so, like, but him trying to, like, untie Ashley at the end, like, trying to do the good thing, and then he fucking gets killed for it, and I'm just like, yeah, no, this, this kid needs to die now. This, this kid's gotta go. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know if it ever ever be a sequel. I kind of like it as a standalone, and I like to imagine that she does get yeah. him in the hospital, like, either with a confession or she completely, like, n like, throws him down the stairs or something. But I would be down with that, um, so... It's it's a good film. It enrages you in the right way. Um, yeah. But like, it's definitely a good. It's a good time. Uh, and shout out to having a uh, Patrick Warburton is as the dad in this film, which was so fun. And also his his Christmas ornaments. He's like a met metrosexual. He's like it's metrosexual. <laughs> I Metro oh, oh, and Virginia Madsen too. Virginia Madsen. Yes, oh her. <laughs> his preference for Christmas ornaments. It's great. That whole exchange was apparently like just improvised by them about the the ornaments and the ties and everything. <laughs> like they were given the the concept and like just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Virginia Madsen from the other classic Christmas movie, nineteen eighty five. Thank you very much. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, I I also I love Patrick Warburton too. <laughs> it's funny. I like would mix. I like. The I mixed up the parents with this and the babysitter, and at first I was like, wait, is Ken Marino in this? No, that's the babysitter. <laughs> they went, well, we got Patrick Warburton, so that's good. Yeah, and, like, the rest of the cast is Australian because this was made in Australia, um, even though it's set in, like, 
Chicago suburb, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, you can, you get more bang for your buck in Australia, and like the director's mom was Australian or something. So okay, yeah, she got the deal cut. So that's a, so that's why I I so I can't remember if this came out before or after Stranger Things, but when the second boyfriend shows up, I'm like, wait a minute, that's the guy from Stranger. That's fucking. The guy oh, from yeah, Stranger uh, Things, Monk yeah, yeah. I was like, hello. <laughs> I, I love that guy. He, I mean, he's barely in this, but he's so funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, it came out around like the same time, so like because mm-hmm. they both came out in 2016. So yeah. I guess he he was in this first because his character doesn't show mm-hmm. up to like the second season. Um, so they saw someone saw him and this was like, hey, he looks like he'd be a good douchebag, and they were like, right, let's get him. So. <clears throat> They were right. They yeah. were right. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, I don't know. He's R.I.P. <laughs> just the, the, the like him like talking to himself in the car at the beginning was it's so funny to me. I don't know. Uh, um. Yeah, that was pretty funny. He's just psyching himself up for it. I'm like, oh, you poor bastard. Poor bastard. The other the other that. boyfriend was funny too. Let the um. Oh, Ricky? Like, oh, I, don't, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care what you have, I don't care what you on your beard, <laughs> And, shout out to the girl playing Ashley, she's great, she carries oh, it. She looks like yeah. a mini Diane Kruger. Like, does. <laughs> yeah. She does. I don't know, yeah, this seems to really have, like, kind of, I see people talking about it every year. So it seems to have made an impact on people. Would you recommend it to people? I would recommend to people, uh, absolutely. So I definitely, um, if you didn't get spoiled before this, but hey, I think you can like, enjoy it either way, but I, de- I definitely may say going in unspoiled is the best bet, honestly. Yes. Yeah. It's also, <laughs> there are so many, like, pieces of media that... Oh, sorry, the cat just meowed. That I view differently now that I work with, especially when it's the kid, the age of the kids that I work with. That's <laughs> so fascinating. Because oh and makes it makes this like even more unrealistic. Where like where like you have to set yourself. Obviously, this is not a realistic movie. No. Because you in, in normally like they're still, like, 12-year-olds are not capable of this. <laughs> so, no. Suspension of disbelief. But this the, this actor is selling it. He's really good at playing this evil little shit. <laughs> oh, so my God. True. And the, just the whole concept of, like, what he thinks he's owed just because he likes this girl. The whole, like, toxicity of all of that. Yeah. And, like, trying the wrong ways to prove, like, yourself and all, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, especially when they're, like, she's tied up and they're trying to do, like, a truth or dare. And, like, uh, Garrett dares Luke to, like, to touch her tit, essentially, as, as he says. Um, and mm-hmm. she's, like, it felt like a little boy feeling me up. And she said, it looks him dead in the eye. Hmm? And just, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, oh, girl, get his ass. Because <laughs> it's true. Like, even if you were, like, I'm turning, turning 13 next week, I'm, like, cool, still a child. Yeah. Like, I don't care how grown up you think you are. You are a child. Oh my god, kids! You know, that that's one of the thirteen-year-olds I worked <laughs> with did get mad because I called her a kid. So shall we 
Speaking of Home Alone, shall we go into our true crime? Of oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, so she's like, I'm mad because you called her a kid. I'm like, but you are. She's like, I turned 13. Did you forget? I'm like, I didn't forget. You're still a kid. <laughs> still a child, my child. You're a child. Trust me, you will look back on this and you'll be like, oh my god, I was a child. Mm -hmm, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Anyways, yeah, what's the true crime so, you got? So this. Let's go into our true crime segment, shall we? We all go a little mad sometimes, haven't you? I, I could not find a t uh, anything about a kid going ballistic on the time of Christmas, but good. because they did reference Home Alone, um, I decided to cover a real-life Home Alone situation that happened uh, in 2019 with an 11-year-old boy uh, had and he was home alone. Uh, his name is Braden Smith, and he was hiding uh, behind his bedroom door when he heard a stranger bust into his home in Mabane, North Carolina. Uh, and it wouldn't take long for the burglar to find him there. The intruder threw open the door, pointed a pellet gun at him, and told him to sit down on the ground and get in his closet. And he said he did that. But Braden started to worry. What if the invader came back? What if he kidnapped him? So he told ABC 11, I knew I had to act in the heat of the moment, so he grabbed his machete. Ah! <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. <laughs> the Little League slugger had purchased it with gift cards and normally uses it to chop trees, but here he was, sneaking through his living room like a fearless Kevin McAllister of Home Alone fame, waiting for his chance to strike, and it came when he saw the intruder drop his cell phone, which had been in the living room. So that's when he, he uh, said, that's when I picked up my machete and hit him in the back of the head. Oh my god. And apparently the plan worked. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> um, a fucking oh, yeah. machete. Uh, the intruder. A fucking machete. I was like, why do you are you 11 years old holding a machete? Oh, why do your parents allow you to have a machete? But anyway, uh, that'll be discussed later. Um, the intruder was later identified by police as 19-year-old Javetian Dashan Hall, who was bleeding badly from his head on his floor, uh, so he kicked Brayden in the stomach and in the side of the head as the 11-year-old took another swing, but he missed this time. Uh, Hall attempted to grab a PlayStation and TV, but stumbled and realized how bad he was injured, and then he fled out the door to a getaway car. Uh, uh, Hall showed up to a hospital for medical treatment a few hours later, uh, but... Instead, the story of the 11-year-old's machete-wielding heroics was temporarily spoiled after Hall waltzed out of the hospital Friday night, leading to a two-day manhunt. Um, but he was found eventually. Thank God. But it took, like, ten hours before police realized that Hall was gone. Uh, North Carolina, baby! <laughs> to notify the... <laughs> to deputies when Hall was ready to be discharged so he could be arrested, but How, this this guy guys. walked out with a machete head wound, strolled out of the hospital like I'm out of here. Oh my god! They found out when he called the hospital to ask about his status at five fifty three a.m. Uh, about a half hour later, the hospital police called him back to inform him that Hall had left the hospital against medical advice around Friday at eight p.m. Uh, the nurse had written in her notes that Hall said he needed to leave because the police were going to be looking for him. Oh my God. But apparently, just let him walk out the door, I guess. Um, and they just hadn't been notified when that happened. <laughs> um, so, he was eventually found on Sunday, 
at his mother's home after police in Burlington received an anonymous tip that he had fled from the hospital. Uh, Brayden is already settling back into regular routine. Uh, his father, Christopher Smith, said that his son had only one concern after the burglary. He was like, am I still going to be able to play baseball? Can I get back into the house to get my uniform? Uh, he, Smith said, I was like, heck yeah, dude, we're going. <laughs> the 11-year-old uh, said that his father had prepared him for what to do in the event of a home invasion after it was burglarized several years ago, teaching him to stay calm. And the boy had a message for parents. Always have your kids prepared for anything. And a message for the intruder as well. Uh, you shouldn't have done what you've done. You're better off getting a job than breaking into other people's <laughs> houses. Oh my god. I just wanted to know why his parents were like, okay, you could totally have a machete in your in this house. <laughs> Bitch, I couldn't own a fucking pocket knife. Well, that's like, I was loving your that's my plan if anyone ever tries to break in is my roommate has two swords hanging in the living room, like Lord of the Rings swords. <laughs> Yeah. Or I specific, specifically the Hobbit. Yes, they are. I'm like, I'm gonna grab Thor and Oakenshield's sword and have at it if you try to break into my apartment. <laughs> like it oh, is time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Your ass is grass and my 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 hands have the machete <laughs> and I am the mower. God. Well, that's wild. God. Crazy. So then we get to go to our next segment. Are your is your cat trying to break into your door? No, now he wants out. The second he came in, of course, he he'd been scratching at the door. <laughs> Anyways, Oswald, terrible child. So that brings us to our next segment: Is this film gay or not? You buy all your murder weapons at Home Depot. Got well, that's a great question because as we were talking about off mic, aside from the the weird conversation that Virginia Madsen and Patrick Warburton have, where she's like, "You ever sucked a dick because you like Christmas ornaments?" or I don't know what the the logic is <laughs> certain Christmas behind ornaments. that. Yeah. I don't understand, but anyways, but this is in Shutter's queer horror section. Um. I don't think because of content. Sometimes it's because like the creator is 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 queer, which I I I'm seeing some tweets or whatever that the director might be gay, but that's all. I'm there's just not a lot of information about his personal life, so that's the only thing I can assume. So there's that. I mean this, and then <laughs> not in terms of queerness, but this movie we gotta at shutter. Yeah, like what's going on? But this movie also seems to try to like be deconstructing like toxic masculinity and everything in a way, um, and especially in the tropes of like the kid like loving his babysitter and all that. But it's so tired. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's like the uh, <laughs> you could also argue like the um, the almost like Norman Batesy like connection he has to his mom of wanting to still be infantilized but also but also wants to be growing up and like you know having women but still sleeping with like heartbeats mm. so he sounds like he's in the womb this very complicated child um, <laughs> that's not what gay people are like though i don't want you to think that but that i don't know and unless you had anything to add to about that No, yeah, that's that's a. I didn't even think about the Norman Bates thing. Not um, Norman Bates specifically, but you know that. Like, trope. Is, like you, you, sometimes you need like 
Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, the, I, I, I still sleep with, like, ambient noise makers, but a heartbeat's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm <laughs> That's weird, bro. I don't like that. That makes me uneasy. I don't know why. It just does. I just don't like that idea. No. Ooh. No. No, yeah, this is certainly not a gay film, but I do appreciate the idea that, like, it's that the, uh, I, I would say that the argument that deconstructing the toxic masculinity, especially when you're, it's in a kid, like, just, like, because I'm used to seeing it in, like, adults and TV shows and stuff, but to see it so young in a kid just, like, shows how early this stuff can yeah. start. Like, before they're even, like, officially a teenager, that they have these kind of ideas about women and just, like, objectifying them and just thinking about all the ways that they can use mm -hmm. them. And it's just kind of like it's terrible that they are taught like this, but... That's why we gotta teach your, teach your fucking boys that women are people. God damn it. Otherwise they're gonna turn out like this and home alone some man, this poor guy <laughs> who didn't do anything to him. And just string him up in a tree to, like, frame him for the, for the killings, which is stupid. But here, here. This kid's only 12. Here, here. Alright. I think that was, that's pretty good coverage. Um, do we have anything left to no. say? <laughs> well, there's not really much else you can say about gay um, with this film, but is there anything left you'd like to talk about or mention from uh, Better Watch Out? Not really. Would you recommend it to people? I would recommend it. A little holiday it. fun. Yes, I would say go for it. It's fun. And, um... You'll get it. You'll get emotionally intense. I I did okay. at least. I got emotionally invested, um, mm. which, especially with like that kind of horror movie, I usually don't. But hey, it was it was fun, and I hope uh, Ashley gets her revenge as mm -hmm. she deserves. In my untitled, unmade sequel that I have made in my head. Final you could girl it him. could be like uh, like ripe with like Halloween two references for obvious reasons because it's a direct sequel in a hospital ooh, and everything. Oh yeah. yes. I think it's too late. That yes, that kid's definitely oh. hit puberty by now, though. So we I don't think you could actually make it. Oh no! It. But uh, we reached that cutoff no. date. <laughs> but that's okay. Um. So yeah, I, that's pretty much uh, all I've got to say. So shall we begin sure. winding down for the next? Um. Would you like to go for? I I do. I think you went first the last couple times. I can sure. Go yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So. Um, I have watched, like, nothing, apparently, because I was looking at my letterbox, and I was like, shit, I haven't watched a film. I, I watched one film between this and Better Watch, between Thanks Killing and Better Watch Out, and that was Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Um, cause, oh, the AFI thing? Because it was on my AFI list. Yeah. Um, and I can, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were definitely lookers when they were younger, mm -hmm. and I can, I, especially Faye Dunaway, she was very pretty um but i have n i have not watched anything else for some reason i just i was just not watching films sometimes i have those breaks where i just don't watch films for ages and then other times i was like i watched 12 films in like a row that's um, fair <laughs> but i have i have been reading um this it's a short book called uh anti-woman by bell mm. hooks who recently yeah. actually passed away 
legend passed away at 69. Like, God, I wish that was me. <laughs> um, and it's definitely a bit more of a heavy read because you're like, the entire time you're reading, like, you're like, oh, this can't possibly get worse. But it does get worse. Um, you think the bar can't get lower, but yeah, it just keeps going down and down and down and down and down. Because she talks about the intersectionality of uh, sexism and racism and how, like, uh, white men and black men will bond over, you know, patriarchy status of sexism towards women, but they also are still, like, separated because of racism. Mm -hmm. I've been reading that. Um, I did end up not finishing. Uh, my grandmother asked me to tell you she was sorry. I just couldn't get into it, I guess. I don't know. I just could it's one of those just ones where it just didn't catch me like I thought it would. Um, but other than that, I have, uh, the, the next book I'm reading is called SPQR by Mary Beard. It's about ancient Rome history, um, and it's probably one of the better recommended ones, because I've always been interested in reading that, so... Other than that, that's pretty much what I've been up to besides working uh, five days a week, listening to Christmas music eight hours a day that rotates the same playlist. And if I ever hear that 1950s-ass child and his uncle again talking about Frosty the Snowman, I'm going to get my own machete. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> okay. How I do you really I feel? Just, I just... I can't do it. Eight what? hours a day. Burl Ives? What are you going against Burl Ives? <laughs> oh. Everything. <laughs> if it was different music, like, every other rotation, I would yeah. be fine with it. But when you hear it, like, for the fifth time in a single day, over a period of five days, you kind of just want to snap. <laughs> but I'll be okay. Once, and once this Christmas holiday season is over, we'll go back to our normal music and they will never complain again. Unless they put on the Purple Rain country cover, then I will complain. <laughs> so, what have what? you been up to? Some I... guy put a, made a fucking country cover of Purple Rain and he should be dragged into the street. I should be able to fight him. That's what I should be able to do. Well, I'm so a, I've, I've, I've been watching bad Christmas movies <laughs> pretty much uh yes. but there's there's more gay stuff this year there's single all the way which is cute yes. there was i just watched the lesbian one under the christmas tree that was cute uh bitch who stole christmas was terrible the like the rupaul no. one oh my god um i watched this chad michael murray one where he plays an angel <laughs> and has a weird dialect that he's trying out and Oh my, it's been, it's like Bishop's Wife, but very, very bad, is all I can oh. say. Um, um, get that green, Chad, <laughs> get that green. The main things are, um, new, new, new movie-wise, I saw an early screening of Cyrano, the new Joe Wright movie that's a, it's like a musical version of Cyrano de Bergerac with music by The National, my favorite band, starring oh. Peter Dinklage. And this was kind of nice. this has kind of been his pet project. He did like his wife adapted it originally for a stage production a couple of years ago, and that's where they got The National to write the music. Um, and now it's been adapted. I liked it. It's definitely there was something off about it. I don't know 
if it's like Joe writes like the way he's making a musical and it's definitely not like a conventional musical, both like the style of the music and I love the national, but also just, I don't, the, the numbers themselves are not staged. There's only a few with choreography and the choreography is a little weird. I'm like, what's going on here? But overall, I mean, performance wise, oh my God, Peter Dinklage is so fucking good in this. And like the reason to see it, I would say, um, if you're into that, I, it's funny cause I thought yeah. that this. This is, you know, I live in LA. This is an American Cinematheque thing, which is this, like, rep theater thing. And, like, this was, like, a members-only screening initially. And my friend is a member, so she got us in. And I was like, we're gonna get there early. It's gonna be packed. There there was, like, no one there. This was barely half full. I I was like, oh, maybe this isn't the hot ticket in town I thought it was gonna be. Everyone go see Cyrano when it comes out. Um, It made me, like, it turned... Yeah, it's so good. And it's just, it's one of those, like, do you yearn? Like, it makes you yearn. You're like, who am I even yearning for? I don't know, but I yearn. Like, that kind of thing. And the other new release I've seen was Nightmare Alley, which I told you I'd talk about in here a little bit. And yes. we covered the original on here. We did. Um. Yeah, we did. So, I don't know what to say because, like... It's good, it's well made, it's just like literally a Nightmare Alley remake. So like if that's yeah. your thing. I, and I would especially say like, I guess if you haven't seen the original, yeah, go and you like like Guillermo del Toro, or you like the actors involved, go off, go see it. And I, but I can, I guess I can understand why the people that are fans of the original might be overtly critical of this because it really doesn't add much new to it except for the yeah. ending. Because the ending in the original seems very like Hollywoody, like, oh, we have to, um, What's her name? Like, we still have to have that shred of hope at the end. But in this, it's like, yeah. no. It was so perfect. And I was like, please end it here in my head. And then it did end there. And I was like, yes! <laughs> and then this and then like, this girl leaving with her boyfriend was like, that was depressing. And I was like, yeah! Uh, yes! <laughs> I'd say it's worth a watch. Like, it's fucking gorgeous for, like, you know, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yes. Uses that budget for production design, and there's so much detail oh. put into it. And then, you know, Kay Blanchett especially is gets to gets to eat. You know, it's a very tight. <laughs> it's a very small. I keep talking about how it's like this big Carol reunion. It's not a Carol reunion. I just like to have fun. I we we just like to <laughs> pretend. Yes. Yeah, and there's so many character actors in this showing up. Um, Ooh. Uh, 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 like. Like you, the ones I knew going in, you know, like Willem Dafoe or like who else? David Stratham's really good in it. There's the ladies, Tony Collette, Rooney Mara, and stuff. But then like Richard Jenkins shows up, Mary Steenburgen, I'm Tim Blake Nielsen. You're just like, whoa! Everyone's just <laughs> yeah. Like at the very end, I'm like, what? That kind of thing. I I don't know. I always love oh, when man. character actors show up and just like do their thing. Um, but yeah. Kind of, kind of mixed about it, but I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went. I'm glad, you know, it's a much smaller release. It opened up against Spider-Man too, so yeah. yeah. I'm very behind on on cinema. I have an entire letterbox list called "Girl, You Are Behind." They're just like shit. I need to watch <laughs> because I just keep watching bad Christmas movies. It's like watch Power of the Dog, you asshole. Like God, <laughs> I need to watch that too. Like I, I know. I will do it for Jane Champion. And, like, I don't want to stare at his face for two hours, but I will do it for her. <laughs> He's apparently really good in it. 
I don't care. I still don't like him. Oh my god. I don't I don't hate him the way other people do. <laughs> I get it. It's the over it's the overexposure thing, right? Like Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Um Oh, speaking of movies that are newly released, guess yeah. whose trailer dropped today? What? Death on the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> no red carpet for you, bitch. Oops. Oops. Oh, man. I was just like, okay, the first one, at least the dude was, like, not in there most of the time. But this time, they're like, we're going to make sure to try to, like, make you remember <laughs> Army Hammer's on an end. <laughs> Oops. Oh, that's oh but say Gal Gadot's name, like, that's much better. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. So, yeah, this is not good for him. <laughs> Strike two. I mean, after Artemis Fowl, I feel like someone should check on Kenneth Branagh and just, like, make sure <laughs> he's still fu- Like, that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I'm like, what happened? You made Hamlet! What happened? What happened, bro? What happened, my my guy? Like, I had, like, a Kenneth Branagh-themed sleepover in high school where we watched a bunch of Kenneth Branagh movies. That's the kind of stuff I was subjecting my friends to in high school. Is this karma? Is this karma coming back? Yeah, is this why? I mean, they enjoyed it. We had a good time. But... (laughs) Anyways, yeah. We gotta get back to cinema. I've been a bad cinephile. I've just been watching bad Christmas movies, but this is the time to do that. Um, my cats are fighting. I gotta go. Uh, you can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. Have- you can find me at LM Designs on Twitter and the podcast at uh, Time Pod on Facebook and Horror Time Pod on Twitter. And we're pretty great for people who want to know more about horror movies but just can't watch them. Uh, if you do have uh, the ability to, like, share or, uh, rate the podcast, it's just more for the algorithm so it could be shown to more people and possibly hopefully spread our audience. Um, so have a good Christmas to all those who celebrate. Yes! Um, and stay safe, especially with Omicron out there. I don't want to learn any more about variants, so let's please stay safe. Um, and just have a good new year. We will see you in 2022. Maybe, maybe this year will be a little bit better. We can only hope. So stay wood. safe. Uh, and maybe it'll snow wherever you live as long as it's not hot. And I hope it's like a snow globe Christmas there for you. <laughs> not for me. So. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Happy Sorry, holidays. Happy holidays. See you later. <laughs>